2: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
0: Who ends up with six? This is BetQL Daily presented by MGM from BetQL.
3: Chris Mack, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you here live coast to coast on the BetQL network and wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app. It's free. Download it today and take us with you. A-U-D-A-C-Y and anything you miss during the show, you can download later uh, with the BetQL Daily Podcast. Dave Sharapan joins us from out in Vegas. The Sportsbook Consigliere, uh, one hour from now. We'll play a little bit of Super Bowl Trend or Truth in the final hour before we get you our lightning bets as well. We continue our division-by-division NFL year in review with the NFC South in about 40 minutes and... Dive back into Super Bowl 58 props with touchdown scores. What do we like in 20 minutes here on BetQL Daily, which you can watch on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash BetQL or on YouTube. NFL fantasy exec Corey Parson going to join us in just a moment. We'll talk to him about his favorite plays and leans for Super Bowl 58. Maybe a little uh, college hoops as well as there's a big one in the big 10 tonight, at least that one to talk about a couple big losses last night as well. Kentucky falls again, uh, New Mexico falls, Uh, but we didn't really dive into Debo Samuel uh, as much as I think we probably could have when we were talking about receiving props a couple minutes ago, Joe. Um, I know I said, I like the under four and a half receiving. It sounds like you're leaning over because he has become increasingly a part of the offense. Um, But I kind of look back and say, Hmm, since he came back from injury, is it more about volume or just hitting, uh, hitting Debo at the right time, especially down in the red zone and around the goal line?
0: I think there are Debo props that are appealing. Not sure if receptions or receiving yards are going to be a couple of them, but I do Mm -hmm. expect him to be popular because in that NFC championship game, that was a story all week. Is he going to go? If he goes, is he going to be a hundred percent? Is he going to be a decoy? Well, no, no chance. IQ like was a big part of the offense, eight for 89. Got a ton of targets in that game, and we know what we can do on the ground as well. So there are Debo props that I do like, but uh, as far as receptions, receiving yards, probably not, even though that number of 57.5 will tempt
3: you. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into touchdown scorer props as well, like I said, in just about 15, 20 minutes from now. But we got the NFL fantasy exec teed up. Corey Parson joins us here on BetQL Daily. Morning, Corey. How are you? And uh, some early thoughts on Super Bowl 58. What are you thinking uh, just 10 days
4: out from the game now? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing this morning? Glad to be a part of the program, you know what I'm saying? All about 10 days out, I really haven't, you know, uh, spent too much time on it. Obviously, saw it look, took a look at the initial line and was like, that's interesting because I can gather that everybody's going to be on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, you know, I talked to some people in Vegas. Some of the bigger bets are already coming on. On the san francisco 49ers but that's just people with a lot of money to throw away could you know that necessarily mean that they're sharp or anything like that but um, i'm still a good while away from it but listen if you read all the stuff on social media the kansas city chiefs are going to win and then travis kelsey and taylor swift are going to get engaged you know what i'm saying so <laughs> that's just what's out there people keep calling me asking me Is the nfl rigged and i'm like what the hell are y'all talking about you know oh what i'm saying but, yeah it's a lot going on with this but i'm not really into it yet but i'm never really going to see myself fading Big red Andy Reid and my man Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yeah, I mean you're not alone there. I've I've never heard NFL and rig <laughs> so much. I got a text from my uncle last night about how yeah. the NFL's rigged. I'm like, there are things, but no, they did not rig the Super Bowl. Oh I we'll uh we'll talk before the Super Bowl about your specific picks. I'd imagine that once you get to the game, you have a big card, but let's talk yeah. in general. Like what are some of your favorite bets? Ah, uh, yesterday we were power ranking what we love to bet every single year. Like I've always got an MVP bet. I always have an anthem bet. I've always got you know first song of the half t- of the halftime show, shortest touchdown, stuff right. like that. I always end up betting. How about you? What What
4: are some some bets that you you always have action on? You know, to close of the year, I pretty have done the past couple of years. Knock on wood, I've done pretty well wagering on the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, a couple years ago, right off the start, I got a little bit of luck. As a matter of fact, it was the Niners and the Chiefs, um, with Patrick Mahomes as anytime touchdown scorer. If you remember, there was a stop at the goal line, bang came back. Patrick Mahomes gets a rushing touchdown. So that kind of set the day straight. Um, You know, the touchdown scorer pops. Now, listen, a couple years ago, I did get a pretty, uh, a pretty good tip, and I got the color of the shoes that Snoop Dogg would be wearing during that legendary halftime performance. You know what I'm saying? So I hit that pretty good, you know what I mean? So hopefully I can get something like that, you know, through the grapevine again this year. I'm not the big real national anthem guy. I'll get a single game parlay. I'll hit some of the fun stuff, you know what I'm saying? But I try to keep it in between the white lines. But I'll get into it a little bit if I get a tip. But, you know, we've been successful on Super Bowl Sunday
1: alright i'm gonna need you to text me if you find out what color out. shoes usher <laughs> is gonna
4: be wearing any
1: intel like what's your favorite usher song what do you think the first song should be
4: well i don't really the first song is interesting there's a couple different ways you can go you know i'm a big usher raymond guy a little love in the club you know what i'm saying hopefully we get some Jeezy. <laughs> hopefully we get some on um, what's my man's name? little john Cloud. but obviously you know you make me want to leave the one i'm with that's classic right there. I'll be in the car belting that joint. You make me want to leave the one I'm with, start a new relationship with you. This is how you do. Think about, you know, and then you go on. And I, I really get into it, you know what I'm saying? I'm a big halftime show guy.
0: How about nice and slow? Like, oh, yeah. I love
4: nice and slow, you know what I mean? Maybe a little bit, you know, too sensual for the Super Bowl crowd, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> um, definitely a little nice and slow. I can see that. A little yeah, you what know what my- I mean? T- I didn't have a good time up there. <laughs> Oh, confessions. confessions? I listen, I, well, let me not get too much information. <laughs> we'll Corey Parson ed- ed- in the stash. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Corey <laughs> Parson, NFL Fantasy Exec with us here on BetQL Daily, getting ready for Super Bowl 58. Let's pivot towards the NBA, Corey, and let's talk about yeah. what we saw last night. Mm. I, I I get it's early, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that for another maybe throughout the rest of this road trip, right? Because this road trip set up well for Doc to maybe create some sort of change in the Bucks and the way they're gonna play defense. But you give up 119 to Portland, you get 25 from Dame in his homecoming, and it's still not enough.
4: Um, is this team gonna be able to get it together down the stretch? No, this was a good one last night. I actually was on the Portland Trailblazers, so you know what I'm saying. Well, I had them, I had them getting ten and a half. They're a team that can hold their own at home. Sometimes they're they're undervalued, particularly when they're home dogs. In Milwaukee, it's not great at covering spreads on the road. I didn't think they'd win the game outright. Obviously, you know what I mean. You talk about twenty-five. I threw, I threw um, some um, Dame and some, you know, some like underdog prize picks, thinking that he was going to go off. You know what I'm saying? The revenge game factor didn't work out too much last night, and then Giannis wasn't that impressive either. Could take a little while to get it going. Um, Is this an elite team in the Eastern Conference? I don't know, I'm starting to think less and less that the Milwaukee Bucks are. So um, you saw first round exit last year to the Miami Heat, that heat culture. And then, you know, Giannis comes to the podium. Oh, it's not a failure. Yeah, I kind of think it was a failure. You know what I'm saying? And if that happens again this year, I can see a situation maybe where of being Milwaukee by itself.
0: Yeah, I mean... If that's how you feel, if they're not elite, it's interesting. Because Philadelphia, they've now dropped four in a row. Uh, they're all the way down to the five spot. It's always been a Boston versus Milwaukee, you know, conversation. Yeah. Or these are the top two teams in the East. There's a big gap to everybody else. Well, if you don't think Milwaukee's, you know, up there with Boston and the is up there by themselves, like, do you think there's value elsewhere? Like, is there a team of the others, whether it's New York Cleveland you know maybe Indiana if they could ever stop anybody where maybe one of those teams can
4: make a deep run those are the three right there and obviously you can't discount that heat culture because when you look at the top of the east you talk about Boston you talk about Milwaukee you talk about Philadelphia and then the playoffs start and you would be like oh
5: hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash not just anyone. Oh,
4: man. He oh. was just getting. Uh, up. Oh, oh. oh, oh, oh uh, am I back you. yet? My bad. And so you're what back. Say you're is back. This. You're good. All right. Thanks yeah. a lot. What I'll say is this, though. Now, when you look at that initial three, right mm-hmm. now, you got to start thinking is this really a four? Have the Knicks pierced that group right there. Now, in action, you know, the Knicks have not played well this year versus Boston, versus Milwaukee, or versus Philadelphia. But this new-look Knicks team is probably the best bunch they've rolled out in years. So now you got to start to think, okay, maybe it's really a top four in the East putting the Knicks in that mix as far as the Cavaliers and the the Pacers. The Pacers don't play enough defense, but Ty Halliburton can win you, you know, a, a couple of games in a series. And we saw with the Cavs last year, I think when they get to the postseason, it's not going to be pretty.
3: All
1: right, Corey, help me out here. The Lakers, we've seen LeBron's Uh. face when Darvin Ham is uh, drawing up the plays. He seems like he's over it. They lost last night. Uh, Now they are in Boston, 11-and-a-half-point underdogs. I'm starting to wonder, is Darvin Ham going to finish out the season? What's going to happen with the Lakers? How are you approaching this? Because I'm tempted to just fade them and see how I do. <laughs> yeah, forward.
4: see, that's that would be the the thing that everybody would tend to do. But I would actually go after the Lakers tonight. Uh, Boston not consistently covering those big spreads at home. 11, 11 and a half. Probably win the game by eight or nine is normally where they come in at. And then this is a Wednesday night. Well, Thursday, my bad. This is a Thursday night. There's no football on. You got one nationally televised basketball game. It features LeBron James versus the Boston Celtics. I think everybody's going to go hop on the favorite. This would be a good time to fade the public, come back with, uh, with the Lakers, you know, maybe not to win the game outright, but they'll put up a good fight in this nationally televised spot, kind of prime time spot. They'll cover the 11 and a half, but um, the, the Celtics are clearly at this point a much better team. And, you know, you mentioned Darvin Ham, right? It's like, Nobody, when LeBron James teams lose, it's like, okay, well, who can we blame besides LeBron James?
3: Yeah. That, that's 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 it. Yeah. You never say, you oh, never it's Le- LeBron
4: James' fault. It's always Kevin Love's fault. It's somebody else's fault. You know what I mean? Yep. And LeBron yeah. is my man, but, you know, this, I mean, at some point, you know, this is getting old.
3: Yeah, you're exactly right. Corey Parson, NFL Fantasy Exec, with us here on BetQL Daily. Let's pivot to college hoops. Kentucky loses at home again last night. Overtime, granted, to a decent Florida team, uh, but that's the Gators' first quad one victory. So I don't know if that really impresses anybody when you're looking at quality losses for Kentucky. Um, UConn, ugly win at home. Purdue, ugly win at home um it doesn't feel like we yet still have a true powerhouse at the top of this thing and then maybe a chance for wisconsin on the road in the big 10 to make some noise tonight
4: yeah it, 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 listen there's I, I still think that this is a listen but this is how you really when you get ready prepared for the tournament and you got to really handicap the teams that can go on the road and conference and win and that's starting to be few and far between uconn was very good at that last year they went on that run so basically, I still think that teams like Kentucky, North Carolina will, will also be in the mix, playing deep into the year this year. You know, teams like a team like a Houston playing in a very competitive Big 12, they've shown that they can go on the road in some hostile environments and win. But I'm not sure that hero ball, shoot a whole bunch of three style. You know, you, you miss that in the tournament and that could happen. But tonight, you got a chance in the Big Ten, Wisconsin, going on the road to Nebraska and when you look at a team like Wisconsin, this is a team that you can possibly see come March Madness time on that 2 or 3 line uh in the NCAA tournament and you know, they should be able to go on the road tonight and get a win and possibly cover the spread. But the problem is I would that would put me these kind of wins would put me in the perfect position to fade that big 10 team come tournament time. So, I do think Wisconsin is a solid spot tonight laying one-and-a-half on the road versus Nebraska. But, you know, still, that's going to be a Big Ten team that's probably going to be overseeded.
0: Uh, we, d- we don't have numbers on this, Corey, because we're a couple days out. But Saturday, looks like. If you haven't watched yeah. much college basketball yet, like, clear the decks. Uh, you're going to yeah. want to see Duke, Duke, North Carolina. And then at night, you've got Tennessee – and Kentucky, um, are there any sides or any teams that you like of of that group or you think that you're
4: going to you're gonna be on in those uh, monster matchups? You know, listen, it's going to be a very interesting Saturday, kind of the first Saturday we really get a chance to dive in and really um, see what's going on with some of these big conferences and some of these big matchups. Uh, you mentioned Duke, North Carolina. I still think North Carolina is a little bit more talented team, but I think Duke is going to be set up pretty well this year. I think you can see them, both uh, Both teams make a deep tournament run. So I do like uh, to give North Carolina the slightest of edges in, in, in that one right there. But when it comes to, you know, you just saw the tall Heels lose on the road in conference in a game that they were pretty much dominating. So um this game, they get back at home. I think they get a good shot uh, to get a win. Tennessee and Kentucky is going to be uh, very good because both of these teams Uh, had tough losses tennessee lost to a very man matter of fact both of these teams lost to a very scrappy south carolina team south carolina is like a jv houston they don't have the talent but they play the same kind of ball don't be surprised if that team advances and goes to the sweet 16. so when you be you might be able to get a good number on that one right there um but you know as far as some of these big matchups this week i'm going to continue to look at that big 12 conference right because i think that's the best conference, and houston goes on the road to Kansas, if Houston can go into Kansas and get a victory, then I think you would look at Houston as its possible team to have some early Final Four aspirations. A big Saturday coming up.
3: Good stuff, Corey. As always, we appreciate it. At the Fantasy Exec on X, catch him there. We'll catch up with you again next week, hopefully, and talk Super Bowl yeah. Fifty Eight specifically, and maybe re rank our usher songs and talk about Little John props. I don't know.
4: No doubt. Great
3: stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Super Bowl 58 props. We continue those conversations with touchdown scores next, right here on BetQL Daily